0: Hey, we got sound now. How's that? <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to 5 Day J. I'm your host, JR Murdoch. We're starting this all over again because I'm a dumb-dumb and forgot to turn on the microphone. <laughs> still learning all this stuff. Still learning. 157 episodes, and we're still learning and still making mistakes. That's what's so much fun about all this. Where was I? I guess I need to start over, don't I? I'm a child of the 70s. I was born in 69, therefore I grew up as a kid in the 70s. As a kid in the 70s, there were many flamboyant figures, but other than cartoons, not a lot for kids to follow. One flamboyant figure that stood out from my childhood was Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel liked to hop on his motorcycle and jump over things. To what he did. It's what made him famous. He broke all the bones in his body multiple times because he would crash. Little side note, Evil Knievel actually got his nickname along with his buddy, Knopfel. I had a friend that went to high school with the two of them. He, My buddy was older than I was, but it was Knievel and Knopfel, and the teacher said, oh my gosh, there go Evil Knievel and Awful Knopfel. Just a little side note for your time. At any rate... As a kid, an impressionable young child, these things stuck in my brain. So I remember being somewhere around four, maybe five years old, and having a big wheel. Remember the big wheel? You got the handlebars way up here. You got the big front tire. You got the little back tires, and you got the brakes so you can slide. I remember, I might yeah, I must have been four years old. I was real little, and would take this big wheel, get pedaling as fast as I could, and. Go over the speed bumps that were in the apartment complex we lived in at the time you know you jump over things it's what you do you get going fast Woo. it was exciting when i when my mom got remarried and we moved up to mcgregor minnesota we of course got bigger bikes as we got older once I got my training wheels off because I was not coordinated in any shape or form or fashion, and at one point I had one training wheel because I always, you know, would get nervous and have that to balance on. I got lots of bike riding stories that I'll tell eventually. At any rate, once the training wheels were off, the area we grew up in in McGregor, there weren't many paved roads, especially not where I lived. Most of the roads weren't paved, therefore, it would rain you'd get lots of dips and puddles. What do you do when you're on a bicycle and you start pedaling fast? You jump the mud puddle. You you ride through the mud puddle, jump out the other end. As we got a little bit older, things progressed and eventually we found a two by six or two by eight. I forget what it was. We propped that up on a cinder block. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, little ramp. Hey, it was fun we progressed things even further to where we found a sheet of plywood and i forget what we braced it with but we found something to prop up that piece of plywood on the end of a dock and we rode our bikes down a hill up the dock off the ramp into the into the lake you've seen videos of people doing stupid things like this before of course, me being the scaredy cat that I was, I would watch everyone else do it and I would like, well, I'm not going to go that fast. So pedal, 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 clunk, flop, fall into the water. You know, that's how these things go. We built all kinds of ramps growing up and we rode our bikes over them. In the wintertime, you didn't ride your bikes anywhere because there was nowhere to ride a bike near our hill near our hill. Near our home, there was a hill. That hill, you could go sledding down. The right conditions, you can get going pretty fast. There was a trail in the woods. It had a turn. So you'd go down, 90 degree turn to the left, 90 degree turn to the right, and then you continue on. At one point, a tree during the summer had fallen across that trail. We didn't know about it, but we knew where the trail was. You see the line through the trees. We get going through the trees. Doom, boom, boom. Hey, there's a jump in the middle of our trail going down the hill. You would lose all momentum. Half the time you would go flying off into the woods, into the trees. You'd crash. You'd go into a bush. It, it was funny. Let's fast forward a little bit to one of the most extreme jumps we ever did. I had two friends in the area. I'm not going to use last names when I tell these stories to protect people, but Dan and Jody were two kids that they weren't always there, but they were nearby. When I say I grew up and I had one friend when I was growing up, that one friend was there year round the rest were they'd come up from the cities or they would go back to the cities or they'd move away for a time and come back for a time but at this point in time near my house dan and jody were there and they both had older brothers i don't remember dan's older brother but jody's older brother was tony i had an older stepbrother that was tony's age named doug and my stepbrother doug and tony and my brother Jody, Dan, Dan's older brother, all of us worked on Dan's house to clear the snow from the roads. Snow plows couldn't always get through, so they would have the kids over, have a, you know, a hot dish. I grew up in Minnesota. We had hot dishes. It'd be, you know, something with tuna, something with hamburger and tater tots. Who knows what it would be? But we would, you know... the mom would cook a hot dish we'd come over we would shovel the road and you'd have to do something with this snow well the road that we cleared went all the way down much like the trail by our house went downhill left hand turn right hand turn and you were down to the lake during the summer it would be a boat ramp that boat ramp had a little area where there was an island out on an island but like a peninsula so when you launched your boat you were in a secure area and then you would troll out into the lake well that specific area during the winter months snowmobiles would go down there and that's how they would get to the lake would be down that road so we cleared the road but we couldn't just leave it there we were kids with ambition and dreams and evil Knievel as a hero. We took some of that snow and we made a bank. To, hey, If we get a sled, we can bank that left-hand turn. Yeah, this would be great. And then we banked the right-hand turn. Oh, oh, oh this is going to be awesome. And at the bottom of that hill, we put a ramp. A ramp about three feet high. Now, we decided early, okay, let's try this out first and see how well it works. So we would start at the small part after the second turn and just go down Whoo! off the ramp. Lake is covered in ice, no problem there. It's covered in about a foot and a half, two foot of snow. You just land in the snow like a big cushion. It was awesome. So we decided after a few trips, I of course am the nervous little kid. I'm the youngest one there out of all of them. All of them are taking their turns going by themselves. We're at the top of the hill and I'm just watching them zip down. You can see from where you stood. You could see to the second corner, but you couldn't see all the way down to the bottom of the hill. I don't know what the distance was, but I know it was a good distance and you got moving. All of my friends Uh, Dan and Jody both went by themselves, my brother went by himself, all the older brothers went by themselves, and everyone kept, come on, G, you gotta do it, you gotta do it, you gotta go, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm scared, no, I can't do this, I can't do, no, no, I'm not gonna do it. By this time, a couple of them had walked down to the bottom of the hill, because they wanted to see what would happen when somebody went off this jump, because everyone would take the jump, and no one would believe them how far they went, even when they saw the impression where they landed. Okay. My brother Doug is like, come on Jay, I will hold you. You gotta try this, it is so much fun. I pull my hat down over my face, completely cover my face. I'm not gonna watch this and I'm like, let's go, but I don't wanna see it happen. The sled we had, there were different types of sleds at the time, obviously you had the ones with the runners, not the type of sled we had, that would've been far too expensive. You had the cheap plastic round ones, Obviously, you can't control your direction with one of those. You had the straight hard plastic ones that were almost like a bowl you could lay down in. Those were good as well. The one that we had was just a long sheet of plastic with the two handles in the front that you pull up. Slippery as can be. Doug sits me in front of him, pulls it back. I'm holding on just to the little piece. I got my face covered, got my mittens on. I'm wearing my snowmobile suit. i Have you seen a Christmas Story? I'm, that's how I'm padded. I'm padded up like that kid. We start going down the hill. And I'm just like, oh, I can feel the first corner. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. I. You can feel every little bump because the plastic was not that thick. So every bump on the road, you felt every little bump. We're going down the road. Oh, I can feel the second one. And now I can just feel the wind. Through my hat that's pulled down over my face. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're moving. I can still feel Doug's arms on the sides of me. We hit the ramp. And I just remember this feeling of flying through the air. And I mean flying through the air. And I just hear, oh my God. And just laughter and all of the boys just laughing their heads off going I can't believe it I'm still flying through the air and I crash into the snow now I say I crash into the snow the sled didn't crash into the snow my stepbrother did not crash into the snow I crashed into the snow why because when we hit that ramp for whatever reason i don't know if it's the number of times we went over it, it got rough the sled ripped out of his hands and he went ass over tea kettle and fell in front of the ramp and tumbled and i shot forward like a rocket off of the end of that ramp alone i'm so glad i had my face covered I got up and I looked behind me and like I said, this was a good size inlet. The inlet during the winter, we would shovel it out and Dan and Jody would go out there and they would take buckets of hot water and they would make an ice ice rink, a hockey rink. Not a full size regulation hockey rink, but enough size to make a hockey rink. At that time, it was still covered with snow because we wanted a landing area. So when I shot... I almost landed on the other side of that inlet. So when I get up, I, I just, I'm struggling, I'm in snow. My stepbrother is just booking it across. Oh my God, oh my God, are you all right? Are you all right? Oh my God, oh my God. And he helps me up and I take the thing off my face. And like I said, when I turn around and I realize, wait a second, I almost went all the way across and that's why all of them were laughing so hard. They're like, dude, you just shot off of that like a rocket. And it was, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it myself. It's one of those things. I'm sure I was smaller and the distance wasn't as big as I think it was because I was, you know, half the size I am now, but I went a pretty good distance. I, Obviously, no way to measure this, no way to pace it off. We were just having a good time. And everybody's like, oh my God, you got to do that again. And I'm like, no, no, I don't. I did it once. No, I'm never doing that again. That was more than enough. I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to do that. Because the more I realized how far I went, the more nervous I got about ever doing that again. Thankfully, I was wearing, you know... Probably a t-shirt, a sweater, a jacket, a snowmobile suit, you know, gloves, mittens, hats, boots, everything. I was well padded. And like I said, when we took off and landed, we landed in about a foot and a half, probably two feet of snow. There was no chance of me ever getting hurt unless I landed on something like a rock or a stick or something that might have been out there. But it was all ice, ice and snow. It was a bizarre, bizarre thing. But it's one of those things that it just sticks with you over the years. And I always wondered exactly how far did I fly? How fast were we moving? These are the type of things that we did as a kid. And we didn't consider safety as an option. We didn't think about, oh my gosh, we could get hurt. We could break something. You just got up and you just went for it. Like I said, I was always a skirty cat. I had to be pushed into it or have somebody help me do it. I, I was rarely did anything on my own like that. But, hey, that's what happens when you watch Evil Knievel as a kid. And you're like, I can do that. I can do that. I know I can do that. Anyway, it's been 5 a day with Jay.